Hello, Dr. Shushma Singh, this side. Today in Unit 2, Change, Modernization and Development, we start lecture with the topic, Observations about Recent Development Experience. From the perspective of 10,000 years of history, human progress over the past 200 years has been extraordinary and the achievements of the past five decades are nothing short of miraculous. In two centuries, social productivity has increased to the extent that global community is now able to sustain a population 12 times as large as in 1800. From a ruler-based agrarian society in which less than 3% of the people lived in towns and cities, the human community has evolved into an urban-centered industrial society in which the urban population now exceeds 40% of the total. This change has brought with it and aggravated a host of problems overcrowding, pollution, crime, etc. But it has also brought political freedom, economic security, education and modern convenience to billions of people. What is more remarkable is that this social movement continues to expand and accelerate. The 1997 UNDP Human Development Report observes that over the past 50 years, the world has made greater progress in eradicating poverty than during the previous 500. Around the globe, life expectancy is climbing, infant mortality is declining, epidemic diseases are receding, Famine is becoming extinct and education is becoming more widespread. Since 1950, average per capita income has trebled. In spite of unprecedented population growth and average real per capita consumption in developing countries has doubled. These achievements raise the possibility and the hope that unprecedented levels of prosperity could soon spread to all humanity. These accomplishments still leave more than 1 billion people in poverty, but there is growing evidence to suggest that today's least developed countries could match and perhaps even exceed the achievements of the most advanced industrial nations within a much shorter time than it took for the original achievements. Beginning in 1780, it took the United Kingdom 58 years to double output per capita. The United States did it in 47 years beginning in 1839. Jaka Japan accomplished the feat in only 24 years, beginning in 
1880s. But after the Second World War, Indonesia did it in 17 years, South Korea in 11 and China in 10. From 1960 to 1990, per real per capita standards of living based on purchasing power partly multiplied 12-fold in South Korea, 7-fold in Japan, more than 6-fold in Egypt and Portugal and well above 5-fold in Indonesia and Thailand. While the possibility is for increasing the velocity and expanding the scope of development to all countries are encouraging, it is by no means clear how quickly or to what extent they will be re realized, nor is there a con consensus regarding the policies, strategies and actions more conducive for that realization. Countries and region are distinguished by vast differences in performance that are not easily explained or eliminated. Among developing countries between 1965 and 1990s per capita GDP rose by 5.5% annually in high performing East Asian countries compared to less than 2% in South Asia and about 0.25% in Sub-Saharan Africa. Similarly, if one looks at the experience of Eastern Europe since 1990, one will see that the transition strategies implemented by 25 East European countries were unable to prevent the widespread economic decline and social distress. Production in all 25 countries fell significantly from a minimum of 18% in Poland to 45% in Russia, 60% to Ukraine and 75% in Armenia. Even in East Germany where the German government and industry have pumped in more than 1.1 trillion billion since reunification, the expected results have not been achieved. Unemployment in East German has grown from very low level to more than 25%. Even productivity remains at one-fifth the level prevalent in the western part of the country. So, there are many questions regarding strategy and widespread disparities in performance all over the world. The experience of the past two centuries has given rise to at least five major categories of development theory. Applying these theories to explain the development of 23 countries during the period of 1950 to 1940, Maurice and Adelman found that each major theory adequately explains the experience of the range of countries and periods, but none of the theories applied universally to the 19th century experience of all the countries. 
these findings suggest the need for a more comprehensive approach realization of this need had prompted the then secretary general of the united nations putros botros ghali to call for thoughtful reflection on development as the most important intellectual challenge of the coming years now let us conclude the lesson or unit development today is not merely an economic phenomena it encompasses more than the financial side of the people's life development should be perceived as a multidimensional process involving the reorganization and reorientation of the entire economic and social system in addition to improvements in institutional social and administrative structures as well as in popular attitudes and in many cases even customs and beliefs to conclude the development must be conceived as a multidimensional process involving major changes in social structures popular attitudes and national institutions as well as the acceleration of economic growth the reduction of inequality and the eradication of absolute poverty development is a process this process has been taking place in societies since time immortal but it has acquired greater intensity and velocity during the past 500 years and has accelerated rapidly over the past 5 decades in the broadest term application to all societies and historical periods development can be defined as an upward directional movement of society from lesser to greater level of energy efficiency quality productivity complexity comprehension creativity mastery enjoyment and accomplishment to highlight all these issues we have discussed in this unit the concepts and perspectives of change and modernization criticism of the perspective of modernization scope conditions and barriers of development we have also presented a few developmental experiences in this unit thanks for learning here we want to close our lecture thanks for listening